0: Hello everyone and welcome to the affirmative talk show today we're going to be talking about stress we're going to be talking about six signs that you are struggling with in your day-to-day life and you may not even be aware of it so we're going to have this video that I'm going to be playing and you know as each step is actually being explained in this video I will be stopping and pausing that video and then kind of explaining to you and giving you some of my personal life experiences so that way you can be able to relate to it and bring a unique style to this video. Because what I really want to hit home is the silver lining is that stress is a killer in a lot of people which can lead to deep depression, which can lead to anxiety, which can lead to, you know, different type of things that can actually cut our life short, shorter than what we want to in our life. So we want to make sure that we're identifying these six signs of stress that you are dealing with and struggling with that you may not even be aware of. So let's get started.
1: Before we begin, we at Psych2Go would like to give a big thank you for your support. Psych2Go's mission is to make psychology and self-care topics more accessible to everyone. In today's video, we will be discussing the six signs of stress you shouldn't ignore. It's important to listen to your body. It gives many signals that show you it's time to de-stress. Sometimes you may think you're not stressed, but your body can tell you otherwise. Let's take a look at some signs now. 1. Your appetite changes, making unhealthier eating choices.
0: Now, let's talk about that right there. How many of you have dealt with this type of change in your body where your appetite changes, where you make um, choices, where you're eating unhealthier now because, you know, you may feeling stress, whether it's on a job or whether it's in your relationship with a boyfriend, girlfriend or is in your marriage. And you may have yourself that you may have a sense of urge that, you know, you may was on this healthy tip at one time because, you know, health is wealth and you value health. But then you may see yourself starting to eat unhealthy things on a consistent basis or choosing unhealthy choices more consistently because it makes you feel a certain type of way. That's your craving. So that's something that you want to be mindful of is that it could be a sign of some type Of stress that you're dealing with when you're finding yourself that you're making poor eating choices, okay?
1: You may start eating irregularly, whether that is overeating or undereating. A study by Candia, Yake, Jones, and Meyer on 272 female college students revealed that 81% had a change in appetite when stressed. While 80% of the students reported that they made healthy eating choices regularly only a third of them ate healthy when stressed people who ate more when stressed chose foods that were significantly sweeter or greasier than their usual choices
0: now that's 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 very powerful right there because it's something about sugar it's something about eating something that tastes sweeter than actually, you know, more healthy alternatives. They have more natural juices and they don't have that sugar intake. And sometimes with that sugar intake, it can mean that you're stressing something and you're stressing over something in your life and it requires you going out to something that's more sweeter. And, you know, one thing that was pointed out in the video that you can undereat, which means you can eat less too as well. So that is something that to note of is that you could be going through something in your life that's so damaging to your mindset and also to your body where you don't even feel like eating because it's a constant, constant reminder that you're going through on a consistent basis throughout the day from morning to the afternoon and at night or even while you're at work and you're just feeling so bombarded of pressure. And that's something that can actually fill you up without even having no food or having no desire to eat any food.
1: Two, you experience digestive issues.
0: Now this is a very important um step number two or the stressor right here. You're experiencing digestive issues. Um let me just bring me up for an example. for for an example is my own personal life you're looking at someone that has been in battle with ulcerative colitis. If you don't know what ulcerative colitis is, it's an inflame of the colon or, or the large intestines. And, you know, when I, you know, got married in my first, um, marriage is that um, I went through some changes in my body because of stress, because of depression, because of anxiety. And result of those things, it caused some bleeding, bleeding in my stools. Um, It caused some significant um, headaches. It caused some significant weight loss. And it was things that really bothered, bothered me physically and mentally. And, you know, as I was going through therapy, um, I had to make the decision to, um, to divorce my, my, my ex-wife. And I think it was for the better because it was, you know, I got tired of arguing back and forth. I got tired of just the manipulation and I got tired of just saying bad things to one another to try to tear each other down because we were not happy with each other. Um, Because I had more ambitions. Um, I had more things. I had a lot of stress. Um, I was the breadwinner within the family. Um, I provided uh, for my family, uh, for my ex-wife. And then when you start seeing the toll that I would start working long hours and then going back to school while working a full time job, it was a lot of stress. So I started to, you know, experiencing digestive issues. And one of the things is, man, I was very young at the time. I think I was like in my late 20s. And I, when I start having um, this pain in my stomach and then having this type of situation where I would even use the bathroom, you know, saying, you know, I couldn't even, you know, wait to go to the bathroom. It would come out uncontrollably. And then that's when I knew it was a sign I need to go to a gastro doctor. And then that's when they diagnosed me with ulcerative colitis. But I've been delivered. I've been delivered from that for several years now. Um, It's been taking extreme focus. But let's get right back into this number two stressor. You experienced digestive issues.
1: Has there been a time when you had digestion issues out of the blue? Your digestive system may also work against you regardless of what you eat. Even if you eat healthy, stress can cause issues such as stomach pain, bloating, diarrhea, constipation and more. Maybe it's not the food's fault your tummy feels funny. It could mean that you're stressed. Three, you feel all sorts of negative feelings.
0: You know, you're feeling all sorts of negative feelings in your life. Um, that's something that's very important to talk about, um, is that if you have a constant feeling of type of negative thoughts, um, even when you're around people or you just feel just you need to isolate yourself from um from other people because maybe you have felt wrong by someone who has really hurt you. But if you if it's a consistent type of negative feelings, this could be a sign of some type of stress Stressor that is in your life and you really need to manage that. And you may be, you know, finding yourself where, you know, you may feel everybody is out to get you. You may be having this feeling that you can't catch a break or feel like everybody is doing something to you or have an agenda against you. So you need to watch that. So let's continue with this three um, stressors. You feel all sorts of negative feelings.
1: You may feel all sorts of tension, restlessness, and even depression. Stress impacts muscle tension and mood. It can be why you feel anxious, irritable, overwhelmed, sad, or depressed. A study found significant associations of acute and chronic stress with depression. While stress doesn't necessarily cause depression, it can be a possible factor as stress dysregulates bodily functions and moods. 4. You experience sleep issues and low energy.
0: And this is an important one right here. You experience sleep issues. How, how many of you can't have a good night of sleep? Um, you haven't had a good night of sleep in a long time. You're tossing and turning and things of that nature, and you can't see it. Or, and it appears or it feels like you never had a good night's sleep. And it's probably been months for you um and low energy that you don't have the energy to go get up and work out or do some type of physical activity or or do something that's a favorite hobby of yours because you're so bombarded of the the stress that you're dealing with in your mind and see your body can pick up what your mind is thinking. So don't never think just because you may not be lashing out at people or you may, you know, saying may, may not be acting different because you know how to put on this front. Your body understands and listens to your mind. That means you're isolating yourself mentally and it causing a lot of these sleep issues and low energy in your life. Gee,
1: are you having a hard time with sleep lately? A study on 2,316 people showed that those experiencing more stressful events had a higher risk of insomnia. Continuously having poor sleep may make you feel sluggish during the day. The change in eating habits mentioned before may also contribute to low blood sugar, leading to feelings of low energy. 5. Deep breathing can become difficult. Before we begin, we at Psych2Go would like to give up. A study on 2,316 people showed that those experiencing more stressful events had a higher risk of insomnia. Continuously having poor sleep may make you feel sluggish during the day. Deep breathing can become difficult.
0: This is a very important one. Deep breathing can become difficult. Um, How many of you where you have panic attacks? Panic attacks are where you feel that. and, And just to be honest with you, I have felt that at one point in time in my life. Um, you know, when, you know, with my ex, we have two children who I love very dearly and been there for them since day one. And I can tell you from experience, it's not a good feeling when I was going through the divorce, when I was the one that filed for divorce, because, you know, it was constant and i mean constant negative energy it was constant and toxic um with arguing and things of that nature and i I, you know at one point in time you know the eggs got physical with me and then that's when you know um when you have someone that's trying to set you up or someone that's trying to cause you harm or to do something that you may regret or, or regret or cause things to or you try to act out of character, it's an unhealthy relationship. So with that being said, um, I had struggled with panic attack when I was actually going to court. Um, And when I was going to court and filed a divorce, I ended up spending over fifty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. They could have went towards my children, um, our children. And, you know, it was a lot of panic attacks Uh, when I tried to take deep breaths. And and then the constant things that she had her attorney saying about me as the father, um, I had to hire a guard of my light on which the judge had ordered for me to do. So that was a constant panic attacks that I was having because I was so upset because how could this happen to me? I am the father. I've never done anything wrong to my children, but yet I'm, Feel like I'm being prosecuted and being dealt with in the wrong way because I decided to do the right thing by just divorcing uh, my ex and then still wanted to be in my children's life. But what really hurt me and caused some real um, panic attacks and caused that ulcerative colitis to flare up is when um, the children's father, the children's mother was trying to block me from having joint custody of our children. And that was very damaging to me. And um, I really had to seek therapy because I went through a I went through a dark place. Um, um, I ultimately had went through um, a lot of uh, bad debt because I couldn't pay because I was paying, you know, all this money in the divorce proceeding. Um, I actually went through um, a foreclosure at that time because I couldn't pay the mortgage anymore. It was a brand new house that I got built from the ground up. Uh, for my ex uh, and for our two children, but it was very devastating to me and I felt like a failure. So taking deep breaths was very difficult for me and I had to seek professional help to try to help me to get through the situation I was going through.
1: Stress and strong emotions can cause the breathing airway to constrict, resulting in symptoms such as shortness of breath and rapid breathing, almost like panting. Some studies show that acute stress can actually cause an asthma attack or a panic attack. And six, cravings for substance misuse become stronger.
0: Yeah, cravings for substance misuse become stronger. Um, I I can say this um, is that, you know, when I was going through a divorce and all those things, um, I was having issues and stuff also um, with my family at one point in time in my life. And, um, you know, I never did drink alcohol like that uh, or was a person was a smoker. But I would tell you this. Um, there was a point in time that I knew that I drunk alcohol more than I should have. And a lot of times that, you know, it was a stressor that I find myself having too many drinks and wasn't even aware of it. Um, and, you know, looking back on it, um, you know, I seen some, there were some times in my life where I threw up sometimes because I had uh, some hangovers and things of that nature. And you never know, um, that you could be in the middle of a de- very deep depression and you're misusing substances like alcohol or, um, smoking, um, whether it's, you know, cigarettes or any other things that you could be smoking um and you could be actually an an alcoholic and not even know it and i think that is something that you have to pay attention to is you know how often that you're going towards these you know you know alcohol and drugs to be able to cope and you're thinking that you're helping the problem but you know Ultimately, you know, you're hurting your body internally and you want to make sure that you're being aware of that and also just kind of just monitoring those things that you're not drinking too much and you're not using drugs too much. Um, You should be drug free, period. But at the same token, I understand that life happens to people, but there is there is there can be a light at the end of the tunnel. If you just kind of take some deep breaths or get some professional help, talking to a therapist, talking to someone who you trust, that's going to support you, that's going to motivate you and inspire you.
1: Like food, substances may cause temporary immediate satisfaction in the brain so you feel better. However, abusing anything you intake can have devastating consequences, such as excessively consuming alcohol or nicotine. Yes. Are you craving substances or even unhealthy food more than normal? It may be a sign that you're stressed. We can see that all these physical symptoms impact each other, impact your mood, and impact your behavior. If you notice that you're experiencing several of these symptoms mentioned, it may be your body telling you to take a break. Be sure to take care of yourself and get the rest you need.
0: That's that's important. That's important. And that's the message in in this video that I want to um, get to my viewers is that the silver lining is to this is that we're human and being humans, um, we are not perfect. And we go through life and sometimes things hits us in the mouth that we are not able to control it we're not able to know how to deal with adversity or deal with the struggles that you know happens in people's life on a day-to-day basis i will say this to you is that just monitor monitor your eating habits monitoring if you're eating you know sugar a lot Monitoring if you're making unhealthy um, eating choices a lot, monitoring your substances that you're using, Um, you know, if you're actually, you know, drinking too much alcohol or smoking too much or finding yourself craving nicotine too much because of the stressors that's going on in your life. All of these are signs that you need to watch yourself and you need to monitor because one thing you don't want to do is You don't want to harm your body. You don't want to harm any of your intestines that's going on inside. Because let me tell you something, when I had ulcerative colitis, it was kind of like a blessing in disguise because what it, what, what my body was doing was alarming me that there is some things that is going on internally that I need to actually get checked out. And although I was getting treated for my body physically, you know, I had became, um, you know, alert enough to know that I needed help mentally as well. So this is why I'm an advocate for mental health. This is why I'm an advocate for fitness and health, because your mind and your body go together and your body is such, and your mind is such a powerful tool. And, you know, it knows when you're hurting It knows when, you know, things are not right. It knows if you're going through stress, depression, anxiety, PTSD, um, you know, any type of things that's causing you to think, whether it's kind of bad thoughts, but you may want to hurt yourself because that stress is so demanding. It's so overwhelming. But I want you to, t- I want to tell you right now is that there is a light at the end of the tunnel for you. If I can make it through my divorce and I went through some dark times and I lost a lot of things, but guess what? I could look back over it now I got through it. Guess what? I decided to get married again. Guess what? We have a child, me and my wife, TT. And let me guess what? Um, It's a beautiful thing when I know that God helped me to get through what I went through. This is the silver lining that I want to be able to tell you is that what you're going through right now is not your final destination. It's not what you're going through right now is not the end of the tunnel for you. God wants you or the higher power wants more for you. But you have to believe and you have to take that step. You have to be able to look up. Then you have to get up and then you have to take whether you have to crawl first, take them, take baby steps and then being able to jog and then being able to run to your destiny. So I want you to believe that there is a purpose on your life and there is purpose for you. And I don't want you to ever believe or have anybody else trick you in feeling that you are a failure and that you don't have nothing to live for because you do. This is Affirmative Talk Show. Take care and be blessed.